Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com An Erios production. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. Could be balding, bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball, gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm, sperm cast. Hi, everybody. Well, it's Sunday night, and I'm desperately trying to get this episode done before tomorrow, Monday, because tomorrow I go to the clinic to do my blood test to see if the transfer worked, and I just don't want to think about the podcast tomorrow and how I'm going to give you all the news, positive or negative. Like, I just, I can't, I can't, I don't want to think about it. So I'm very sorry, but you're not going to get any news this week. But you will hear from my mom at the end of this episode. And my guest is so wonderful. You're just going to love her. And of course, if you're dying to know what's up, you know, down there, you can always subscribe to the Patreon where I'm always posting updates in real time, meaning the update will be up there by the time you hear this. So that's patreon.com forward slash spermcast, and you can just subscribe for two bucks a month. Okay, so let's jump right into this interview with my wonderful friend, Ashley Hairston. Oh, I wish you could see her face. She's so beautiful, and she just makes me laugh so much. Here she is. Yes. Ashley. This is so cool. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm... How Very are you? happy to see you. <laughs> I'm happy to see you. I'm yeah. always so happy. Every time I see you, I just get excited and I jump for I joy. I agree. I, the same. I feel the same way about you. I feel like the last time we saw each other was at the the coffee, what's it called? Um, home Cafe. Mm, it's called was the Guest the House. Last, the now? Guest House. Next I don't door, remember. Yeah. I don't remember. What? So... <laughs> You don't remember Molly? No, no, I don't remember <laughs> anything ever. But I think every time anyone sees you, Ashley, I think everybody gets overjoyed and excited to see you. You're just like so. Oh. You're, I mean, I don't want to put pressure on you, but um, you're just my like my armpits are sweating. I mean, mine are too, but it's hot okay. in here. <laughs> you're I too. just feel like you're just overflowing with joy. Is that too oh, much? Is that a little much? Thanks. <laughs> That is, or it's maybe a, an infectious smile. Okay, and you bring there and uh, and light. You just uh, you're just thank you, Molly. That's very emitting, kind. Emitting a beautiful light. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way about you oh, as well. Goodness. I'm serious. Yet when I like see you, my heart feels <laughs> my heart fills with joy. You have that That's impact what I on feel people. when I see you. This is nice. This is maybe we just we, got something. We need, yeah. <laughs> we, we uh, it's true. Is that? Did you ever find that people don't 
realize that you have other feelings as well. <laughs> or like when I was younger, I think I, uh-huh. nobody realized that I was multi-leveled, multi-what? Sure. Multi-faceted? Multi- no, not sure. faceted. There, like many That emotions. I wasn't happy all the time. Right, yes. Yeah. It's called multi-dimensional. Yeah, I think that uh, there's definitely me outside, Mm -hmm. you know, presenting to the world. Mm -hmm. And it's the way that I feel most, you know, led to present myself, Uh especially like engaging with other people. Mm -hmm. People make me like happy. So I feel like that it gets inside of me and then it reflects back to them. Hell yeah. But then like. Yeah, but then when I'm at home, you know, I'm just myself <laughs> and I'm just swirling around. And then my, this is just me that at my, like, base, which is still pretty, uh, you know, upbeat, I guess. Yeah. And, and, but we definitely, listen, I'm a Gemini and I got all the personalities oh. and I also can slide into the darkness, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can slide into the darkness, and sometimes I can swirl around there for a while. Uh, but luckily, we know how to get out of it, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know anything about Geminis, but... but Geminis are, um, yeah, they're known, or like, on the surface, supposedly, like, two-faced people. Oh. But, oh, I like to think of it as adaptable mm-hmm. in every environment. Mm-hmm. So that's why people think they're two-faced because you're like, wait a second, I saw you with that oh. group being like that. And then I saw you over there and you were like this. And oh. then you're like, and then How you dare have to those just... people judge you? I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> that's just the way I am. Listen, I'm uh, a shapeshifter. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't know what that means. Okay. I used to have an ex-boyfriend that um, told me that my joy made him sad. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That like I shined, I shone too brightly, and it and it made him unhappy. That's awful. Yeah, it's fun. I too had an ex boyfriend <laughs> who had a different energy than mine mm. at times, mm. and I feel like I would try to debrighten, right. lessen, or like you know meet them at their level. Like turn down like, the dial a little bit on your down. on your yeah. lantern. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Who knew? (laughs) We probably knew, but we just... I genuinely thought I had to be like, okay, I need to be, you know, I need to ground it. That's so interesting. Yeah, my my ex used to tell me that that my happiness seemed fake. (sighs) And so I would... Then I would be in my head and try to be cooler and uh-huh. more chill and yeah oh my gosh i am so sorry that is so not healthy toxic toxic yeah that's not healthy i know that feeling no. i thought there had to be a balance mm-hmm. i thought i thought i had to like move forward you know with balance and i've thought that for a long time too because mm. i remember in college i like struggled for a while i was like everybody who's like you know, mean, <laughs> like mean and get what you want. And you have to like be run over people to do whatever, like, you know, like that kind of attitude all the time. I was yeah. like, they're successful. They're right. not, they don't care about what anybody else thinks or does or whatever. And they're making it like, mm-hmm. you know, and so I was like, I gotta be it's too like, I can't be n- nice all the time, you know, which is sometimes true. But like, you know, 
you can't change who you are. Who you are is like who you need to be. <laughs> yeah, you should dive into it even more. Dive, lean into it even mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Don't try to change it. That's where you get No, change the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Exactly. So, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, I've already said, how are you? <laughs> Tell me a little, what is this show you're on? On Nickelodeon? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not on Nickelodeon. <laughs> no. Um, it's on Cartoon Network. Oh, that's good too, I guess. I don't watch cartoons. <laughs> oh, me either. I don't either. Yeah, it's on uh, Cartoon Network. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, Craig of the Creek. Craig comes of on the Creek. Saturdays. Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And you play? Saturdays, and I play a little uh, firecracker scientist girl who uh, hangs out down by the creek and does experiments. So cool. <laughs> she tries tests out her theories, but uh, yeah, her name is Ren, and she's just the sweetest Aww. little thing, I tell you. Oh, she's so cute. I saw the, the clip of her. I love her so much. Thank, thank you so much. That was the first thing I ever, like, booked for voiceovers, recorded for voiceover. Really? Yeah. Wait, so you haven't been doing it for a while? <clears throat> yeah. I oh, she's been role, out for I mean. a while? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. how long? For, like, maybe, like, uh, the first one that was, so we're in season three now, so oh she's goodness. been on since season one, yeah. That is so great. Yeah, a couple oh, years. yes. Yeah. And you're a writer as well. I write on the show now, yes. That show. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Which happened, I think, as a result of, you know, voicing. I would just come in and do my records and stuff and then hang out. And I just had so much fun with, like, the story editor on the show and the two creators that were there. And uh, then, yeah, just became friends with them. And then... Uh, oh, I became friends with one of the guys on Facebook, mm-hmm. and then I just posted randomly like months later that I was looking for writing jobs, and I think he saw that oh, post cool. and like ref- like forwarded my name, put my name in the hat. See, to, like, you gotta get put in. yourself out there. You gotta put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. I stated specifically what I was looking for, mm-hmm. what I've done, and why I'm capable of doing that mm-hmm. job. You know, being a writer, whatever. So that's how that happened. That's amazing. And so that's what you were doing. That's what your your day job is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still yes. going. This is we're awesome. still like animation is like freaking thriving right now. Right. And you know, I'm very happy because not to well, so I had a couple agents that were like, "Do not take a writing job mm-hmm. because you'll never be an actor again." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I got to take this writing job because I'm broke mm-hmm. and I need some cash." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "And I can do it." So mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to do it. And uh, <laughs> thank goodness I did thank because goodness. I got this job now. That's like, amazing. Through this whole pandemic, we are like busy Busting as your ever. Asses. Yeah. Yeah. Busy as ever. Every day, meeting on, you know, still cranking out stuff. Oh, so. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Very grateful. So I know you're from improv. I know you're very mm-hmm. funny. Okay. Improv, improv, I know okay. you're very funny. Oh. What? Hold on. I know you're very talented, um, a very talented actor and <laughs> beautiful. Um, oh, my God. 
Oh, wait, how am I? I'm trying to figure out how to put this as I go along. So what do you think about babies? (laughs) Is what I was going to ask, because I don't know how old you are. Oh, 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 And, you know, when I first Mm -hmm. met you, you had a boyfriend. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you do it or not anymore. I mean, I I know you don't have that one. I'm single. Okay. (laughs) Putting it out there to all my single mother by choice mothers and ladies out there. (laughs) (laughs) I got plans. We got to get moving. Yes. Okay. So you're thinking about that stuff now? Oh, for sure. Okay. So so we need to – did you already say how old you are? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I just turned thirty-five. <gasps> Happy birthday! <Ugh>. <laughs> when is your birthday? Gemini. Thanks. When's that? Gemini, June 9th. Oh my goodness! Happy birthday! Yeah. Wow! Thank you so much. Wow. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, so you're single, ready to mingle, and yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, baby, and wondering about your future, and you're in, in a budding career as a voiceover artist, oh. actor, <gasps> and writer. Wow, wow, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. And you're in the middle of this pandemic, so dating isn't easy. Oh, my Not God. Not happening. Oh, my gosh. We, like, so, I mean, we yeah. Could, yeah. We can get into that, too. Oh, it's my God, so, please. It's rocky. <laughs> Listen, Molly, I... I like to manifest things like I'm a big like universe type Uh tapping in person, Mm -hmm. you know, I very much believe in it and very much believe in like, you know, the power of manifesting like what you want to happen. And so I leading up to the pandemic had been planning out the year. Uh huh. Oh, you froze. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, no. no, You're back. You're you're the universe. Oh, What's happening? <laughs> Your camera just switched to horizontal. I noticed. Now you can see my messy room. <laughs> what the hell? How did that happen? Where were we? We were frozen. Oh, yeah. So manifesting. Manifesting. Yeah. Universe. Universe. Mm-hmm. I believe in it. Okay. Wait, so, yeah. So I, leading up to this pandemic, had planned out everything. You know, I was going, I had like, here's the goals for 2020. Here's where I want to be for 2021 and 22. Damn. Some of those goals were engaged by the holidays. Um, it could happen. I know. Mm. It still could happen. Mm-hmm. 2020, then I wanted to book a, like a series regular role um that not including co- your cartoon wait didn't you have a series regular on a show recently no a recurring guest star re- yeah recurring that's fun yeah that's that fun. was fun what network was that that was on cbs hell yes girl mm-hmm. thank you so yeah. great hey thanks very much You're yeah welcome. that feels like a world away from now because that was the beginning of this year when did you shoot it? This is this year? January, That's yeah. Great. What the heck? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, "That's gonna turn into a series regular role," and I yes. wrote it out. You have to write things down, yes. you know. Um, I went to an intuitive reader once and or twice, actually three times. But <laughs> she's great. She lives in Laguna Beach. Her name's Tracy. She's the best. She's at the Chakra Shack. Okay. Anyway, she told me I was gonna go into writing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And at that time, I hadn't didn't have any writing experience. Wow. Like professionally, you know? Yeah. She told me I was going to go into writing. She told me 
I was going to meet three guys and she get, told me specifically the types of guys that they were. And I met all three of those. Okay. She told me also that I need to be manifesting and writing out my goals and then putting them under a candle and burning the candle three times a day or three days in a row. Okay. Three days in a row once? Once three days in a row. Yeah. That sounds like a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> three times yeah. a day. I usually lie down, like, I'll do it three times a day, and then I forget, and then I'm like, well, I'll just do it tomorrow, and then I do it the next day, too. <laughs> now I just do it every day, really. Yeah. But anyway, so I write out my goals and manifestation thingy-ma-bobs, put them under the candle, light the candle, blow it out, mm-hmm. and it's been working. Okay. But I say that to say, I uh, put, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I put the uh, the writing job happened. Right. Sometimes I'll put specific people under on the candle and things will happen with them. Dude, maybe you've got I a power. Know. I maybe, I don't know, but it's been working. Anyway, so December, I put that on the goals to be engaged by Christmas, then the series regular, blah, 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 or whatever, mm-hmm. writing job, whatever to be sustainable for next year, buying a home. Buying a home. 2021? 2021. Oh, nice. Yes. Pregnant. Yes. 2021. Moving in. Then pregnant. Yeah. This could be like end of 21 to into 2022. Okay. Um, but yes, I imagine, I'm envisioning the pregnant me mo- looking in, walking about the new home. Oh, that's wonderful. With my partner. Okay, Whoever I mean, that might be. I think it could happen for sure. I think so too. <laughs> but so, yes, I've been thinking about that because that would put me at 37 years old. Ah. Yes. So, mm-hmm. this, there is a situation, like a, you know, a bit of a timeline situation that I feel, you know, I got to work with in, mm-hmm. unfortunately. My mom had me at 37 and I was her last mm-hmm. of five children so I was the last of five too at 30 and my mom was 36 okay yeah yeah according to this timeline I'd be getting started at 37 and what so when you're walking around pregnant in that house how old are you I'm 37 oh okay okay yeah holding your belly yeah protruding belly okay yeah so maybe you get pregnant at 36 okay <laughs> okay. So at thirty six, so or thirty seven. But yeah. okay, so this is great. Okay, but not right. but. No, I know. Sure, but you you might be super powerful and be able to manifest all this stuff, and I hope you are. But what do you do if you're if there's other plans out there for you, or if your plans your plans if you're not in control of those plans at all? I know. You know. I know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do what are we gonna do about that are you yeah are you thinking are you thinking about your options or is it really just about staying the course and no we yeah. always got to think about the options okay the options mm-hmm. i know i need to take action you don't have to i should though you're just talking to a woman who has had a hard time. So, uh-huh. 
Yeah. You know, things, the cookie hasn't crumbled the way I thought it would. Right. That's not how that saying goes, but I like it. <laughs> Wait, how does that thing go? The cookie just, um... Uh, that's, that's the way the, the, way cookie, the cookie crumbles. crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the the idea is that it was crumbling instead yeah. of being bitten mm. by you the way that you wanted to chew the cookie, I guess. Quick question. Yeah. Somebody ordered Postmates last night and it got delivered to my house. Oh, nice. No, I didn't notice it till this oh. morning. <laughs> well, I noticed it last night, and I thought it was the person in my Airbnb, so I messaged them. And uh-huh. they, didn't, they didn't text me till this morning saying, oh, no, that's not ours. So I had a, it was like this big, like, three-course meal. I mean, three-course. Oh there were, like, three entrees in there. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'm not going to – it's been out all night long. But there, So I threw it all away, which made me very sad. I oh, hate wasting sad. food. Yeah. But there was a cookie in a bag in there. What do you think? I think it's fine. What I kind? think so, too. Like a big home-baked chocolate chip cookie. Absolutely. You can eat it. In a little brown paper bag. <laughs> that, was, that cookie was for you. It was meant for me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyway, the cookie didn't crumble quite the way I imagined it would. Yes, right. And, um... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, so I don't want to be a negative into- lady. I don't want to mm-hmm. even, I don't even want any of that to rub off on you. No, um, not at all. But I want to know what you're thinking, I guess. Yeah. Because I'm sure I've got listeners out there that are younger and don't know what they're going to do when mm-hmm. they come to the next point. That, right. Yeah. And I don't know what, <laughs> what yeah. I would do. I, I don't know. I think I got to, I think the first step is getting... My, oh gosh, I'm going to sound so stupid because I don't know. <laughs> We're also so like in uninformed about, yes. at least me, about oh, body, our bodies. And, like, you know? I can answer any questions that you have. And then if I oh, get them great. wrong too, I can cut in with that information. So, oh, great. So don't feel um, dumb. Oh, okay. Well, the, I know that I need to get my eggs counted. Okay. Right? Yes. That's- no. Yes. No. You can't count them. But what? Well, you're at this point in your life. I can't remember the numbers and I'm probably going to have to look into it. But Uh at this point, you probably have about 200,000 eggs in your body. Ooh, sorry, Ashley, that estimate was a little bit high. But here's the deal. All these websites are so oversimplified that they don't give you any real numbers. Either they're keeping everything secret and you have to go to medical school in order to learn the actual facts or nobody knows the actual numbers. But here's what we've got. Most people agree that there are one to two million eggs when a female is born. By puberty, it's about 300 to 400,000. And by age 37, it's maybe around 25,000. If you extrapolate from these very oversimplified graphs, you could kind of guess that at 35 you've maybe got 70,000 eggs. Right. Each month you're actually losing a thousand eggs. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Crazy. So when they go in there and they look at your ovaries, they're looking to see how many are sort of growing that month mm-hmm. on each ovary. Yeah. And that's called your antral follicle count. Okay. Mm, Okay, let me give you a little bit more info here. And maybe let's go back to some basics. Um, All right, so every little egg is inside a follicle, okay? If you can kind of figure out the number of follicles you have, you can kind of figure out maybe average the number of eggs you have left. 
Now more official information. An ovarian follicle is a fluid-filled sac that contains an immature egg or oocyte, and they're found in the ovaries. So what are antral follicles? All the follicles in the ovaries start off as primordial follicles. They're teeny tiny, and they can't be seen in the ultrasound. Every day, however, primordial follicles are awakened by hormonal signals and start to mature. In one of those growth stages, the follicle gains a fluid-filled cavity known as the antrum. Follicles with an antrum are referred to as antral follicles and measure between 2 and 10 millimeters in diameter, and therefore they can be seen on the ultrasound. So what you're seeing on the ultrasound is the follicle, not the egg, because the egg is microscopic. So the number of active antrum follicles on the ovary, or visible on the ovary, correlates to the potential number of eggs that are left in your ovary, giving you a rough estimate of your ovarian reserve. Average AFC for age 25 to 34 is 15. Average for 35 to 40 is 9. Average for 41 to 46 years old is 4. And I believe that's for both ovaries combined. Mm-hmm. And then the other number is AMH, mm. anti-malarian hormone, and that's a blood mm-hmm. test. And uh-huh. that and that kind of helps them judge your egg reserve. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, it's... I think it's it's not super super accurate. I've I've heard of women's AMH is going going up, and also if you have PCOS, polycystic ovar- is, ovarian oh, syndrome, uh, uh-huh. then you can have a super high AMH. When okay, okay. Well, we must talk about AMH. AMH or anti-mullerian hormone is a hormone that is made by granulosa cells that take care of the eggs. So the more eggs a woman has, the more granulosa cells she has, and the higher her AMH. Higher AMH values, greater than one, usually signify that a woman has a normal ovarian reserve, and lower numbers, less than one, may indicate a woman with a low or diminished ovarian reserve. Also, levels over four may be indicative of polycystic ovarian syndrome. Now here's something new that I just read. This post from RMA, which is a reproductive clinic, says that AMH is not a predictor of whether a woman can get pregnant spontaneously in the future. A large cohort study demonstrated that there was no difference in pregnancy rates in women with normal AMH values trying to conceive versus women with low AMH levels trying to conceive. Which to me means even if you have a diminished ovarian reserve, a low AMH number you're still going to release that one egg when you ovulate. Hmm? AMH is predictive of how effective in vitro fertilization or IVF will be because if you have a low AMH, you're going to have a low ovarian reserve and even with lots of stimulation, you won't have that many eggs to retrieve. This post says that there are no proven ways to increase your AMH levels, but some research has shown that vitamin D and DHEA may help increase AMH levels. Okay. So there's that and there's follicle stimulating hormone and I don't know what the numbers are on that. Well, now I do, but I should probably explain what FSH is before I tell you these numbers. FSH is follicle-stimulating hormone, and it's released by the pituitary gland in the beginning of your menstrual cycle to tell the ovaries that it's time to recruit some follicles to grow and mature. FSH trends in the opposite direction of AMH and antral follicle counts because as the ovarian reserve goes down, as indicated by low AMH or low follicle counts, the pituitary gland is like, whoa, baby, we need to recruit more follicles, so I'm going to shoot out way more FSH. An FSH level under 
under 10 is considered normal. A level of 10 to 15 is concerning. It indicates the early stages of diminished egg reserve. An FSH of 15 to 20 indicates a definite low supply of eggs. Mm-hmm. So there are like some tests, but none of them are none of them are definitive and will tell you whether or not you're fertile or Going not. To be. Wow, yeah. But they help. But they give they you help. an idea. And I think anybody yes. should do that, even if they're in their... I For feel sure. Like, yeah, just get stuff tested. You might not know if your stuff is great, but uh-huh. you could At find out you know. if it's... You could find out if it's really low. Right. And it's better to find out sooner than later. Absolutely. And then you could get you could get going on it. You could mm-hmm. take control of that and start right. working on it if you have to. So that is right. a good thing to know. That's a good thing to get checked. Yeah. I actually had a doctor's appointment that was coming in March, Mm -hmm. like the end of March, Mm -hmm. right as the pandemic started. Wow. And they were like, we can't see you. Can you, we're going to have to reschedule you to October. Oh, no. Yeah. And mind you, this was an, uh, an appointment that had been rescheduled. So I had been waiting since October of last year. And that was the earliest they could see me was in March. Are they the only option for you? Because that seems wild. I know. Well, at least now, yeah. Like, I would have to figure out who is, who I can go see (laughs) during this time. Because I know it's all, it's only like people, you know, with severe health issues, you know. Well, I don't know. I I had an annual. Oh, you did? Yeah, in June. Oh, good. No, I had an, yeah, end of June. Wow. And I just went in the office with my mask on. And that was fine? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they got they pushed me to October. I guess I that could might be look at other places should... though too. Yeah, I think maybe look into other places. Okay. It's up to you. Are you writing that down? Yeah. Good. <laughs> I am. <laughs> into other places. <laughs> places. Okay, so mm-hmm. <laughs> So my mom had me at 37. I think she stopped. She said all of the women in her family started menopause at 40. Oh. So she said. That's early. Yes. And my sister has already been informed. She is 38. Okay. No, she just turned 39. She just Mm -hmm. turned 39. And they told her. They did whatever the tests were, you know, to, they said, if you're thinking about having any more children, she's got two. They were like, nah, you need to probably do that very soon. Okay. So whatever it was you were <laughs> referring to, the count and the follicle yeah, count, yeah, yeah. whatever that was, gave them reason to kind of give her like a, a warning, yeah. you know, and is the window, does it like close fast or something? <laughs> like what? It's like, like an elevator It closes a lot faster than, yeah. than, than you Be- think. <laughs> when my sister told me, when she, so this was probably last year, my mom was visiting her and my sister had gone in and that's when they told her. And then they had a conversation, my sister and my mom. And then my sister called me right after because she was like, listen, you mm. need to, I need to let you know this because it runs in our family mm-hmm. and mom hasn't like really stressed it mm-hmm. enough to us for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, so I'm telling you now you need to pick up. And I was like, how am I supposed to do that? 
<laughs> what are you calling to tell me right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not just something you can be like, chop, chop, do it. it you know, that that's the problem. Like that. It doesn't, it's, it depends on <laughs> elements outside your body that you're not in control right. of. Early or premature menopause happens when ovaries stop making hormones and periods stop at a younger age than usual. The average age of menopause in the United States is 52. About 5% of women naturally go through early menopause. More on this later. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is definitely something to consider. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you end up with flying colors on all of those tests and that you don't have to worry about any of this stuff. But what do you think about egg freezing in general? Mm-hmm. I would be for sure into that. What's stopping you money? right? Yeah, it's, it's from what I've heard, it's around $10,000 to start. I think that's you know? about right. Yeah. And I know it's um, pretty strenuous, right? Yeah, I guess. Over time. Well, I mean, it takes it takes a month. Yeah. And it's not like, yeah, it's not comfortable. You have to give yourself injections. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't debilitate you. And you get to spend at least one day in bed watching TV after mm-hmm. they do your <laughs> retrieval. That's always fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's great. I don't see what the harm in, in, in doing it is, right? Or is are there... No, I don't think there is a harm in doing it. When I, I remember when I went to the doctor the first time, I was like, well, is it going to use up all of my eggs? And he's like, no, you're so in case you're wondering that or my listeners mm-hmm. are I like sure. because your body every month loses a thousand eggs. They're not you're not going to decrease the amount of eggs in your body. You're going to they're going to be retrieving eggs that would have been lost that month anyway. Mm. So that's not a worry. And okay. If you have endometriosis or or polycystic ovarian syndrome, those things can be affected by the hormones that you're giving yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know that people with PCOS, I I believe they can get hyper shit. I don't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hyper ovarian sin- stimulation syndrome, maybe something like okay. that. So their their ovaries get overstimulated. They have too many eggs on each ovary Ooh. and it's very painful and ouch PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome and it's a hormonal disorder common among women of reproductive age women with PCOS may have infrequent or prolonged menstrual periods or excess male hormone androgen levels the ovaries may develop numerous small collections of fluid or follicles and fail to regularly release eggs now OHSS ovarian hyper hold on OHSS Ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome is an exaggerated response to excess hormones. It usually occurs in women taking injectable hormone medications to stimulate the development of eggs in the ovaries. Ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, OHSS, causes the ovaries to swell and become painful. So women who have PCOS have a higher chance of OHSS during fertility treatments. Ouch. But I think you might know if you, already by now if you have any of those things going on. Maybe. Do, do you know? I, I do not. Do you have very painful periods or anything? No. That's great. Yeah, my yeah. periods, are, they are three days max. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, yeah, they come around same time every month. That's and, amazing. Uh, three days max. Now, I will say mm-hmm. I have been noticing spotting. In between, mm-hmm. which I have heard is 
something to consider. <laughs> but isn't that like a thing? Is it a, that is like a sign of leading towards things are starting to slow down or I don't, production? I can't tell you for sure. I, but I know okay. that when I turned 35, my periods got longer oh. and I started feeling crampy and I never had cramps before. Mm. And I think that's just because our hormones change as we get older. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, all of it's stuff to consider and it might be it might be a sign of, you know, what perimenopause or whatever, but it's probably right. just your hormones are changing and mm. that's that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that I think a sign of perimenopause is if you start skipping periods every now and again. Oh, okay, skipping, got it. Um I can look into it. Okay. That's what I do. Oh, great. Oh, hello. Well, I looked up spotting and what does spotting mean? And there's many things. Some things that can cause spotting, birth control, ovulation, implantation, bleeding, pregnancy, perimenopause, trauma, uterine, cervical polyps, sexually transmitted infection, pelvic inflammatory disease, fibroids, endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, stress medications, thyroid problems, cancer, other causes. Okay, but when you look up perimenopause symptoms, let's see it, let me look it up again. They list lower sex drive, fatigue, irregular periods, vaginal dryness, discomfort during sex, urine leakage when coughing or sneezing. It doesn't say spotting specifically. So, I mean. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, okay, so what else about egg freezing? Because what else can we talk about about it? Yeah, I would definitely freeze my eggs. Um, you know, what's the harm in not having them for later if I need to access them? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like a thing you look back and it's a good thing I did that, you know? Yeah, uh, that, I remember when I did it, it was like an insurance policy is what yeah. my, what I called it, what I told my parents when I asked them for money. <laughs> uh-huh. Good, um, yeah. This is an investment. Yep, in, in grandchildren. Yeah, in your grandchildren. <laughs> I didn't ask them for a ton of money, just for help. <laughs> but also I remember having a, a renaissance, I guess, after, after doing that because um, I don't know, how, how does it affect your dating life right now? I mean, having that pressure of reproduction on your shoulders. It definitely makes me more focused, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that um, just in general, getting older and, you know, my, my last relationship was five years. We lived together mm-hmm. for four years, you know, I thought that that would be the final shebang, you know, so I was very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I think you learn a lot too, just living with someone and and thinking of them in terms of your life partner, you know, things you are 
looking for and things you are willing to compromise on or not compromise on or, you know, you just kind of um, take all of that with you into the next relationship Mm -hmm. uh, afterwards. And Mm -hmm. you are kind of definitely more intentional, I think, with dating now, like, you know, the funny jokes about like sitting down on a first date and being like, asking just like pointed questions you know the things because I don't have time to just like I feel like I don't have time to just be dating just to date because we are both fun people and like to hang out and like you know that's I'm past all so is it working how are men responding to that well um, and by working I just mean like Mm -hmm. is it scaring men away or is it is it fine no, it's, it seems to be fine. Cool. I haven't really dated anybody since right. that breakup, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was hanging around with a guy for like a little bit of time. And yeah, I had to have that conversation because I, with myself first, like, I'd be like, okay, Ashley, like, we are you know, being intentional and focused in moving forward. Like, is this person the person you, like, you want to move forward with this person, you know? Um, and I think he was in a place where he's like, well, you know, we're just hanging out and like, this right. is, you're, you're great. We're having a great time. We, you know, whatever. And then I was like, but there are certain things that I, that's not, who I ha- picture myself marrying, basically, mm-hmm. you know, and definitely not the father of my children. <laughs> right. A great guy, but not going to be raising my children and showing them an, how to be an example. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually what I'm looking for now is just like, I'm looking at like, oh, can, do I trust this person with my, to raise my children? <laughs> do I look at, you know, is that too, that's heavy, but it's like, I gotta see that. No, in I think a per- it's. In a I think it's good. I think it, what's interesting is that I, I feel like I thought about all those things back when, even in my late twenties and stuff. Oh wow! I feel like I did, but I feel like it scared everybody away, and it's it is scary for them. <laughs> I always wonder if I should have done something differently, but I just oh I don't goodness. think there's any right way to go about it but i think it's no. best to like yeah definitely make sure that you y'all are on the same path if you're Absolutely. gonna start walking down a path together <laughs> right it might be fun yeah. but like yeah you don't want to diverge from your goals too much yeah no of course not no i'm getting right to the point i guess is yeah. how i approaching it now yeah and i don't feel like they get scared i've been um, they're just like confused if anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did I, why did I bring that up? Dating, I guess. We were talking about egg freezing. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember because I said that I had some sort of like a renaissance after I froze my eggs because I had always approached every sort of potential dude with the like, mm-hmm. are you the father of my children? Are you the father of my children? Oh, kind of wow. a vibe. And afterwards, and I'd never really been comfortably casually casual sex wasn't it wasn't casual for me oh okay never was oh I mean like (laughs) I I wanted it I wanted it to be it just like I it just I would always feel guilty afterwards or some something Mm. like that and um Mm. and it wasn't until afterwards that I had like a well 
Let's see. I had like a creative renaissance and I did mm-hmm. all that bachelor stuff right after mm-hmm. the egg stuff. And mm. I didn't care about men. Like I didn't even date. Well, so whole, it's a complicated story. <laughs> I mean, after I froze my, my eggs, I got on Hinge and I looked at girls mm-hmm. and I dated mm-hmm. a girl on and off for uh-huh. a year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I really did not care about my reproductive future at that moment, you know, because sure. I wasn't, I wasn't like, this is at the forefront of what I need to do. You know, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a priority at that time. Right. And I got to explore this funny feeling I had. Nice. Which turned out to not be, you oh. know. Ah! Oh. Okay. Oh, you but remember? You. I remember you were there, I do? sort of. Yeah, I you were in where? one. Of, you were in one of my bachelor videos, and so. Oh yeah. So I you met. That. You met the girl. Oh, oh I don't know. Wait. If you wait. Did she have a hat? She yeah. She oh, oh gosh. yeah. She does wear a hat. Often. I love her. Yeah, wait, Sarah. Do, she's great. We became friends on like Instagram yeah. after or Facebook or something. Yeah. yeah, she's the best. Yes, she loved you. Oh no, you what were so, happened? Oh, I wasn't gay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> turns out. But she was wonderful, good. and so I wanted oh, to be. Great. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Guess what? I just texted Sarah and asked her if she wanted to come on the podcast, and she's down, and I'm really excited because she actually has a really interesting story about eggs. So I'm looking forward to this. But we learn. And that relationship hopefully is still intact and yeah, some we're still form. friends. And oh my gosh, um, that's great. Yeah, and I learned a lot from her. That's good. Yes. So that was when I was thirty-seven. Okay. That whole my whole thirty-seventh year, I ignored wow. reproduction. Was that a good idea? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're all just kind of moving on a, a now as much as we can try to control. But speaking to myself, mm-hmm. we are on a path right. of like our own, and like cannot really define that path. Yeah, necessarily. Like yeah, like you were saying, there's all sorts of forces that mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of move us and guide us and shift us and like. You're just picking up along the way, like, different things. I don't think that you should consider that as, like, a, th- a, a moment in time that shouldn't have happened, you know? No. Um, yeah. Or that, like, has taken away from something else. No, um, it didn't. It, I don't okay. think that. Yeah. yeah but, but, but now, I mean, I honestly don't – that's not something I look back on and, and regret. Good, I do yeah. regret spending years with that asshole I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, sorry to interrupt, but I don't want to call him an asshole. He's a good person. We were just in a bad relationship, and we were very, very different people. Plus, he still does my taxes for me, so that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. But the relation, no, I never once thought, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I ruined my chances of having a baby because I didn't look for a man that whole year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's not where your energy was focused. Right. It so, was focused on creative stuff. And I was ma- yeah. I was making a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So I do kind of feel like I feel you on that because mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, uh-oh, I am very much focused right now creatively. Yes. And a lot of my time and energy, like – if I were to get pregnant right now, that would just be bizarre. Like right, right now. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I can feel when I'm like in the 
um, what they like to call Vortex. <laughs> oh, Abraham Hicks? Yeah, you know her. <laughs> I haven't listened to Abraham you get Hicks. Down with Abraham? I haven't listened to her in like five years, but I used to a lot. Okay, that's where I, I She's just wild. discovered Abraham. She's wild. Oh, I guess it's Esther. Esther Hicks. Esther. Esther Abraham Hicks. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I was gonna I was gonna put a a clip of Abraham Hicks here, but I, I don't have time. You guys should look her up. Abraham Hicks YouTube. What happened? And then yeah, everyone says that. And then they're like, Whoa, she's crazy. No, I don't think she's crazy. I don't have anything negative to say about her. I just oh, um okay. I don't remember where I where that dropped what off. Happened? Uh, um <laughs> but I think there's also uh, See, uh, this is something that I'm actually uncomfortable talking about. Not oh, okay. in the, not in the like, uh, oh, I don't want anybody to know this way, but in a way yeah. of, um, I don't, I feel like I am getting in my way of my own manifestations. <laughs> I don't even like to talk about manifesting oh, anymore. Gosh. Like oh, I feel really? like, oh, now I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no. I'm so sorry. No. It's okay. It's just I'm that so I used to have so much hope. Up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh, I understand. I'm sorry. Sorry, Ashley. I don't, no, please do cry. It's totally. Oh my God. You <laughs> because can, I feel like. Of course, cry with me. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, and. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just telling her that I feel like I am bad luck because nothing no. has worked. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. But That's totally. <laughs> oh fuck! No, Molly. You oh don't know goodness. that I'm in the in the two week wait, and then I'm, I'm on Monday. I find out if I'm pregnant or not. Oh and my gosh! I did not no. know that. So sorry. I'm, I'm so emotional. Sorry. <laughs> no, of course. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't apologize at all. And I have no idea. And I don't want to, I try not to think about it. I wish Uh I had a tissue. (laughs) I have monitor. I wish I had a monitor. No, don't put that on your face, please. (laughs) No, No, use your your tank top. Yeah. I don't think I have. Pull it up. (laughs) I don't think I have. (laughs) I wish that I had the like words to reassure you Ugh. and I wish that I could tell you things that like I don't even have the words because I don't want to tell you something that you've heard before oh. numerous numerous times well, you know thank you for so that I wish I disclaimer could offer <laughs> and I don't know what to say because I don't know. I haven't gone through yeah. that yet, but I have friends who have, mm-hmm. you know, have gone through it. And I know friends who did not have great outcomes and are still working through that. Like mm-hmm. my cousin who is, she's now 44 and she is trying and has been for years mm-hmm. now as well. It's tough and awkward because, you know, just in conversation, we have like a cousin's group chat. And so we're always, you know, and I can feel her sadness, you know, when like my sister's talking about her kids and like whatever. And they're like, people are talking about going back to school or people are talking about, you know, and you know, we all know that she's carrying that weight and that sadness. And I want to be sensitive to your feelings. And then I wish I could encourage you, though, too. Just, you know, 
<sighs> no, because you can't use those as examples either. But what I well, just like friends who have gone through that and like oh. and then like have had a positive outcome with yeah. it, and like it's such a story of like it can happen. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But you know that it doesn't happen for so many people too. But it can happen, and so that is like what I try to hold on to and what I try to just remind, Yeah, you know, and you're not bad luck at all. Are you kidding me? That's how we started this conversation is how (laughs) great you, great of an energy you bring to people. So many people, you know. Uh, it's, It's a revelation I had the last time I went through one of these things is just that like, the more I want something, the the less likely I am to get it kind of thing, uh-huh, you know? And uh-huh. it just, like, I feel like the more energy I put into something, I'm just, like, pushing it away somehow. I know that's not right. true. Mm-hmm. I know that saying something out loud isn't going to make it not happen. I know that uh-huh. if I – I feel like if I lit a candle right now, mm-hmm. that would be bad luck. <laughs> really? Yeah. Isn't no. that crazy? Yeah. No. I don't know. But wait, I have a thought before we Mm. go back to me. I know we're back on me already, but I just wanted (laughs) to say, can I make a suggestion for you and your your, for your cousin? Uh huh. Because I feel like a lot of people don't know how to talk to me, even though they know something's going on. That like I don't. If you don't already, to reach out to her on your own and just be like, "Hey, was that conversation hard on you?" I I if you need anybody to talk to, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thank you. Yeah, I, like I a friend of mine can feel it. A friend of mine from my basketball team. We're all in a group chat, and she got pregnant, and it was so sweet of her. She messaged me first just to let me know, and all the, I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. that really meant a lot to me because if I had That's, just seen like a pregnancy announcement, yeah. it would have been like a a wonderful, but also like a, a gut punch. Yeah, sure. <sighs> But anyway, okay, so back to me and the candle. <laughs> I know, I'm I'm fine. I'm good. I'm just trying to be gentle and chill with myself and whatever happens, happens. And mm-hmm. I'm not negative. I'm just not inc- mm-hmm. incredibly positive and like thinking about baby names and, yeah, you know, ordering baby clothes online or anything mm-hmm. like that. I'm just, yeah, I need to like not be too hopeful because when I am, it feels so bad afterwards. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you're kind of in a place where you have to kind of be on an even level, like even keeled, yeah. you know. Dead. So it's dead not Because the more exciting. <laughs> okay, dead. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. It's like the more excited and the build up, you mm-hmm. know will send you deep down, (laughs) spiraling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I also, I know that um, I've been, like everything that I've been through has been such a wonderful experience on the, as well as being like a wretched (laughs) experience. It's been so good for me and I've helped a lot of women. And if I hadn't gone through this whole experience, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have touched and reached the, the people that I have and learned so much and, brought attention to this subject so i'm Mm -hmm. this is my path i guess yeah whatever it ends i don't know where it goes but 
my um, team picked a great time to have a whole group chat. Oh, right now? <laughs> yeah. The writing team? Like, oh, my gosh. No, no. Um, my old mod team oh. is like text messages popping oh, up. Oh, I'm not even no- – I didn't like, even notice. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> but, Ashley, I have had you on the phone for too long. It's like – Shut up. Really? Well, now we – Did we talk about everything? Well <laughs> – I don't know. I don't even think we started yet. What? Did Did we start? Eggs. Egg freezing. (laughs) Did we talk about it enough? I don't know. What else is there? Okay, so the eggs. I gotta get them I gotta check and get them frozen because I think so. But Oh, my backup option is to adopt. I would be open to adopting. Yeah. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't, but I love that. My oldest sister is that takes a lot of the pressure off too. Oh yeah. Did your mom and dad just adopt for fun, or were they thinking they weren't going to get pregnant? No, Not they for fun, all, they are. <laughs> they had two. My first, my brothers. Oh. They had. They already had them, and they adopted at seventeen. She was seventeen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so they adopted as a, yeah, amazing, as an almost adult. <laughs> How did that happen? She was like a friend, a family friend. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and her mother was a friend of the family, but they their relationship was very strained, and so and so she's very close with our family, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up. And then she actually adopted also her son. Amazing. So she adopted her son just as my mom was pregnant with me. So they both had infants at the same oh time. My God. Yeah. So my nephew is 10 days older than me. Um, oh, my God. And gosh. then there's like pictures of, of my mom and my sister so, with like little oh infants. Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> together. wild. I love that. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Aw. So adoption is a good option for you, right? Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Well, do you have any other questions about egg freezing? So basically, um, I mean, you've got your you've got your big da- payment that you make and this process mm-hmm. that you go through, but then you mm-hmm. do have to pay storage fees on it once a oh, year. Oh gosh. Yeah. Where are they stored? At In the- nitrogen tanks at the at the clinic. So somewhere between six hundred and a thousand a year. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other thing, and I don't want this to scare you, but it's not scary. It's not that scary. But okay. eggs are great to freeze. But if you can freeze embryos, which means you need to get some sperm into that egg, they are – they're more viable. They they freeze and thaw at a better rate, at a higher success rate. Oh, wow. Yeah, because eggs are just one cell. Mm-hmm. And so when you freeze it, there's a lot of liquid, I guess, water. I don't know what, but it makes it can make ice crystals or whatever, and that can pierce oh. pierce the the outside of the cell. What's that called again? The outside of a cell, the nucleus, and that's the inside, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> the me- the membrane, yeah, cell membrane. There you go. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And but then oh, when you're great. freezing an embryo, th- those are typically about a hundred cells. Okay. Because they're already starting to differentiate inside. Oh, wow. Yeah. So those thaw at a higher success rate. But that's, you know, when they said that to me, I was like, well, whose sperm am I not going to – I'm not going to get, like, <clears throat> sperm from a sperm bank. And I, right. But, yeah, so back then, like, the idea of freezing embryos made no sense to me. But because I, I didn't – I assumed that I would have a partner to use mm-hmm. my eggs with. But I'm actually using my eggs now. Okay. Which is – What's in there now? Eggs and sperm bank sperm. From who? Some dude. 
Some six foot four, 22 year old. Ooh, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ashley, what other topics are there that we didn't cover? Do you feel like you got a, bit, a big go? Yeah, I think I got of, a lot. Yeah. Really? Is it informative and educational? Yeah, because I'm going to cut in with whatever about okay. egg stuff. And, oh, good. Okay. I'm so uninformed. If anything, this part, this is making me realize I have a lot to learn. Well, I've got a lot to learn about the body that I'm inhabiting. I was in the same position. And I, um, so it's good. It's definitely good to start thinking about it now. I don't want to scare well, you, though. People don't talk about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like people get pregnant and they have babies. That's it. Yeah. Like, no one really is like, by the way, this is, you're going to pee yourself, you know, like you are probably going to rip your butthole open <laughs> trying to give birth. Like, oh my God, that's so funny. It's so gross. A nightmare. <laughs> I think, I mean, egg freezing is super, is much more common now. Maybe the prices are going down. I think if you're thinking about doing that, I would do consultations at two or three different places and go to the place that's, that you like the most and do acupuncture, treat your body well, uh, get uh. get in sh- in the right shape, eat the right stuff, and take the right vitamins for two months before you do it. Okay. And that way, if you do do it, you'll have a backup. And if yeah. you if you can afford to, do it twice. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That's a thing too. Twice. Mm, I mean, like if you like, I have sixteen eggs, or got sixteen eggs when I was thirty-seven. But I kind of wish that I had gotten more, even though sixteen is a good number. So the process now that you are doing is—are you comfortable to talk about it? Yeah. Oh, so it's so they're taking those eggs and then doing what with them? Yeah. Here I gave Ashley a rundown on everything that's happened from January up until, you know, 10 days ago. Uh, They transferred two at the same time? Two at the same time because you don't know if they're viable or not. Because embryos, when you're 35, and then I tried to explain why one would transfer more than one embryo at a time, and it was a rambling mess, so here's the short version. As a woman ages, egg quality diminishes. If egg quality isn't great, then embryo quality isn't great. The chances of a chromosomal abnormality when a woman is 25 to 30 is 25%. 35 to 37, 45%. 41 to 43, 80%. So if there's a chromosomal abnormality, it's more likely that that embryo will not implant in the uterine wall at all or that it will miscarry. So rather than transferring one embryo at a time, they transfer two to raise your chances. Okay, well... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Ashley, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm not sorry, but I'm not sorry that I cried. But <gasps> Oh, my gosh. I'm happy that you felt open to cry. <sighs> I will be thinking, do you want me to put it under the candle I for do. you? I do. I absolutely okay. do. I just don't want to do it myself. I will do it for you on your behalf. Thanks, I will. Babe. I think you oh my I appreciate it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Under one condition. Just kidding. <laughs> Say hi to Abraham yes. Hicks for me. I will. Oh I my will. Gosh. That's my girl. Oh Every my morning. Gosh. Every morning. Do you Every listen morning. to what do you listen to? 
I listen to the morning rampage. Does she have like a program now? It, or like- No, it's like on YouTube. It's a YouTube video. You can look it up. It's called literally morning rampage. It's like, is 15- it new every day? No, it's the same freaking thing every day. And I listen to it every morning. Well, I, that's what I used to do. I, I don't know which ones I would listen to. I would just go, oh, this one looks good today. <laughs> and um, and I would, yeah, wa- listen to that while walking my dog. Yeah, I do. It's, uh, it starts out, um, it's a good morning. This is a really good morning. Oh, yes. This is a new morning. This is a new day. And she's got such an interesting accent. I know. It's Where so is 19, that? what, 50s? I have no, yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre, but I do enjoy it very much. It's good. I remember it always used to uplift me for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And much like you. Oh, <laughs> way to tie it back. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for Thank doing you. this and for being such a bright, shining star. And oh, um, I love you. And love you too so much. Thanks for putting that whatever you're going to put under the candle. I, I appreciate will. it. Of course, you and will be in my thoughts Thank you. and manifestations. Oh, thank you. Okay, love Na- you. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> That's part something. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> bye, Ashley. Okay. Bye, bye. Well, that's it, everybody. We've come to the end of the podcast. Now, I did have a conversation with my mom just now that was pretty helpful, so I'm going to give you a little snippet of that. So, hey, listeners, I was just talking to my mom. I'm still talking to my mom, and I decided to record what we're talking about because I said, I don't know, I just started thinking about what tomorrow means and No, I told you, I called you, and I said, what time is your appointment? (laughs) And you said you're just going to walk in there and get a blood test. You said, how are you feeling? And I said, you know, I I don't really, I don't know. I'm just hanging in there. And I'm just now sort of dreading Tuesday because if it's negative, I've got to kick it into high gear and figure out what I've, right. what I'm going to do next. And I think that is definitely something that's been weighing on me. And I haven't really explained or, or, or what's the word? I haven't really verbalized it. What do you think is high gear? High gear is deciding what, what I do next, fertility treatment-wise, where I do it, what clinic I do it at, what side of the country I do it on. And mm-hmm. yeah, all of that. And I feel like I, if it's negative, then I've really got to move quickly as soon as I know the answer and that sucks and I'm just dreading that and I think that might be part of why I've been avoiding thinking about any of this well because but you've been through the wait the wait the wait so many times and and I think you know how to sort of go into neutral and you know not you know just go out of gear during the waiting period And, and you kept yourself busy this weekend working on your podcast and I'm suggesting that you go to bed very soon and just get this day over mm. and just get it, get in there and get her done in the morning and find out. You know, yeah. and call me. And I will call you. And I love all these yeah. car uh, metaphors a lot. <laughs> what car? What? Oh, high gear? High gear oh. and, and neutral. <laughs> oh, I think of it more as like a glider soaring on the... On a on a breeze and without an engine, just it just goes. 
Okay, yeah. Well, I was kind of thinking of it like a very stressful highway with a lot of switchbacks, and and you don't, and you're going up and down, left and right, and um, you you don't know what gear you're supposed to be in. Um, right. Oh, but maybe right now we're just going smoothly down a nice gentle slope, and no foot on the yeah. brake, and no gear at all. It's in neutral. We're saving gas. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And there's a grizzly bear on the road. We get out of the car. We talk to the grizzly. We take some pictures. We become friends. We snuggle. We go off into the woods and we make a family together. There you go. That's wonderful. I love it. I love it. That would be nice. Oh, gosh. And that's where I'm going to have to leave you, everybody. I wish that I had some news for you, but I just cannot. I just need to wrap this up tonight so that I don't have to think about it tomorrow as I'm awaiting my beta results. So, you know, tune in next week to find out what went down. And like I said earlier, if you want the inside scoop, you can go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast and get all the details as they come in. I'm sure my beta results will be up by the time that you're listening to this episode. If you want to reach me otherwise, email me at spermcast at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail or text me at 323-741-1818. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at spermcast. If you want to support the show in another way, you can Venmo money to molly-hockey. That's always a fun surprise. And if you want to support the show in a different kind of way, you can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Rate it. It helps. You can also share the show with a friend, somebody who you think might need this information. Text them the the link to this show right now. Do it. And as always, I'm still doing fertility consultations and still loving it. And if you need an ear, I'm here for you. For more information about fertility consultations, you can email me at spermcast at gmail.com. I think that's everything. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll be back with you next week. Think good thoughts. Love you so much. Bye. He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay to straight, black to white. Tiny ass with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. An Erios production. Powered by ACAST. 